Aftershark MMA Show. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA Show. Let's get ready to podcast! Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. To me, we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com, and paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com, and the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. Hi everyone, I want you guys all to know that I also started a brand new podcast for topics outside the world of MMA. Check it out on Spotify and iTunes and iHeartRadio. It's called The Mark the Shark Show. Check it out. Again, it's called The Mark the Shark Show, available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and more for any topics outside the realm of mixed martial arts. Check it out today. What's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Do you like to hear people argue and discuss different topics, anywhere from animated to conspiracy theories, by two, sometimes even three, and unique and always biased opinions? If you do, then check out this podcast called the Argue Bros Podcast. Check it out today. They're available on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, and more. Again, the name of the podcast is Argue Bros. Check them out today. All right, everybody. We're back on the show, and today we got a very special guest. 
MMA fighter, Raz Hilton, also wise known as the Jamaican Shamrock. How you doing today, buddy? Doing good, thanks. How are you, Mark? Good, good, good. Where, where, what state are you in now? Uh, right here in my hometown. I'm in South Portland, Maine. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're in Jersey, so you're not that yes. far. I don't think we're part of Canada. <laughs> so how's it going, man? Uh, pretty good. Uh, better now. I do have an opponent. Um, since last we spoke, I was able to get a contract under uh, Ammo Fight League against Pat Walsh, who, for those who don't know, he was on Tough Season 19. So stiff competition on my way back in. Oh, that's great. That's great. Because I know you fought, in, you fought in Bellator too, right? Yep. Those are my last two matches. One and win and uh, one, well, it went down as a loss. Uh, well, I mean... You got to win some to lose some, right? Or something, or lose some to win some, whatever the saying goes. <laughs> Live some, some. Everything's a learning time. Yeah, man. So how Those long just... have you been? How long have you been doing MMA for? So strictly uh, cage-based training has been the last five years, I want to say, almost six years. Um, I've been in traditional martial arts for uh, 10 or 15 years, but uh this last five or six years i've been really focusing on pressure testing what knowledge i have learned and that's what the cage is for it's the best way to figure out what works in one-on-one -on -one confrontations you know with a rule set okay what, what martial arts did you start out with Oof. <laughs> um i actually started off when i was a real little kid uh boxing with my dad and then we did two years of judo me and my little brother when i was 11 or 12 but uh in my teenage years uh, when I was living down in Florida, I picked up uh, kind of a smattering of traditional things, uh, bits of Kempo, Taekwondo, and so on. But uh, it wasn't until my 20s that I actually started settling down and learning. So since that point, I've learned uh, I got a black belt in the Kempo style. I picked up an ITF Taekwondo belt and most recently uh, Shotokan. Uh, I've oh, okay. been or Kyoshi Andy Campbell um, for almost as long as I've been doing the cage work and I got my second degree black belt with him. Um, most recently, I just ranked up to blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So thank you, Chris McBean and the Mojero lineage for uh, continuing my journey. And that's interesting. The reason why I say that interesting because Shotokan was uh, the first martial art I studied actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. Good uh, deal. Yeah, to, to give you a quick story, how how I got into the martial arts, like most people would think it would be, you know, like Bruce Lee or something, because I was like a big Bruce Lee fan growing up. But uh, it was actually my uh, my father that got me into it. I saw a karate demonstration he did in Brooklyn, and that was the style he studied. So that that's it. that was actually my first martial art was Shotokan, and then we moved, and then I went into Taekwondo. And then from there into like, you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So I, I thought that was, that was pretty interesting because there's not a lot of Shotokan karate schools around, so. No, you got to look for the ones who actually uh, stick to it. Um, it's still the most popular style on the planet, but it seems to be a lot more spread out uh, as far as America goes nowadays. You know, you got you to gotta look for it, mm -hmm. especially when it's quality. So I'm glad to be where I'm at. So that, that's interesting. So you still kind of keep up with your traditional arts and blend it in with your cage fighting then, I guess, right? Yeah. Or your MMA fighting? Uh, 
I'm in regular classes at both gyms. Uh, I train two days a week at Dragon Fire Martial Arts. I'm still working to rank up in there as well as whatever uh, MMA training I get in. Uh, we just got the Che Institute at Dragonfire as well. They're another mixed martial arts academy who we were able to fold in there. And I also train uh, the other three or four days a week at Brunswick with uh, first class MMA under John Rayo. And I've recently uh, been able to start work with American Top Team down in Tampa. So big shout out to uh, Rafael Garcia and his team. Uh, he runs a great outfit down there, and I've been learning the wrestling from Mamu Goma. He's got a great Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu program as well. So whatever I can do, I'm getting in a lot of time with a lot of really quality instructors so that I can get ready. I mean, Pat Walsh is a durable, dangerous wrestler who I do not want to spend my time underneath with the kind of pressure he puts on. So I'm getting all the help I can get. That, that's, I still can't believe you do Shotokan. That is, that is that's so amazing. So hey, I'm assuming, because I, I haven't seen I your fight clips. I haven't seen your fight clips yet. So I'm assuming you, you're more of a stand-up guy then, correct? I do tend to be uh, in the striking. I mean, this is kind of a classic striker versus grappler matchup. Um, obviously, he's got no problems going anywhere with as many high-quality opponents as he's been in with, but I mean, we all fall back on our strengths, and it's just the way this one tends to work out. Mm. Now, what would you do? Who would you compare your fighting style to? Is it more like a karate guy, like Machida, or the Wonder Boy, or something different or unique? Or uh, yeah, I really don't think that I've been able to display my own style quite yet, but I think I'm getting closer. Um, there, you'll see elements from anyone who does traditional martial arts. So, yeah, sure. I guess in vaguely like uh, Machida or Wonder Boy, just because we do share a traditional background. But uh, I've also got kind of an odd body type. Like my hips almost come up and touch my rib cage. There's no one with really the same body type I have. So it's been an interesting journey to really figure out where this particular bag of bones fits into the skill sets available. And I think this next one in particular, we're going to see something new. I'm finally starting to put the pieces together in a way that I'm really comfortable with. It's going to be good. So this is with Ammo Fighting League? I heard uh, of them. Springfield, Massachusetts, down at the Big E. Uh, that's going to be August 7th. Oh, there uh, you go. We're in contention for the main event that night. Oh, okay. So that's good for you. All right. Now, oh, yeah, because I think they also do uh, grappling tournaments, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they do have. That's probably where I know them from. I've seen their advertisements yeah. you know, on Facebook. They have, MMA, uh, one sure kids match. they have at least one kids BJJ match and one uh, heavyweight submission only grappling match that I'm aware oh, of. On the, on, the same, on the same card. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, some some. um. Some uh, events they do that, which I think is great because you're giving the yeah. priority of uh, different martial arts to choose from and enjoy. Yeah, I haven't seen it uh, until I went down and fought. Um, I actually I saw them do it when they invited me down one night to attend the event cage side, and I saw it at Premier Fight League uh, when I went down and fought there once. Um, they had that. I think it's a phenomenal way to get 
people exposed to fighting in a cage because you don't have to worry about getting smacked yet. And it really is a great way, a great segue for a lot of jujitsu players to get used to the big lights before they get in there. They're getting punched in the face and got to respond that way. So anything that draws attention to the sport in a healthy way, I think is phenomenal. I think it's a great start. That's great, man. That's great. Yeah. So what made you decide to go into MMA coming from your traditional martial arts background? Like what made you decide? Is it, was it to test your skills as a traditional martial artist or were you just curious and decided, Hey, you know, maybe I could make a living at it. Like what decided, what made you decide to go that route? Well, originally, uh, I was leaving a place that I had run for a few years and it became a question of, uh, what do I teach? Um, I, I couldn't, I didn't feel like teaching that system was appropriate for me. And I really didn't feel like I had one of my own that I was willing to do. So, um, it came down to the question of my wife and I finally sitting down and deciding uh, whether or not to make a run for it in the fighting world, because I want to make sure that when I finally do settle down to teach that I have techniques that I can pass on to my students and know that they work not only in my own mind, but that I can prove with empirical evidence whether or not this is going to apply, when it applies, when it doesn't apply and how best to use it. The way you do that is by pressure testing. And uh, I mean, maybe Shotokan will be the base of that style, but it. Karate's got kick, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, well, like my wife was saying, it's basically uh, that step up from the karate kid to uh, step into an area with, yeah, there's some control. Like I said, there's the rule sets, but there's still that to the finish atmosphere. My technique is going to fight your technique. My body type is going to fight your body type until we come to an ending conclusion. And what evidence comes from that, I'm going to be able to use to then further develop my own technique and eventually put together something that I can feel comfortable putting out into the world and saying, yes, please take this, defend yourself, be healthy, whatever goal you have with martial arts, everything from like Tai Chi martial arts, where it's almost soft flow and you want to only work on yourself all the way up to the most physical kumite combat oriented sports martial arts is there for everybody i want mine to be effective from the bottom to the top and this is one of the ways that i'm using the pressure test and you know preferably get that done before i'm too old to recover from it oh yeah i hear you yeah you want to definitely want to get old bro old age sucks <laughs> trust me happens to all of us other yeah. time catches up to the best of us. But what I find interesting when, when I'm talking to you is like, you know, I talk to, you know, other MMA fighters and a lot of them is like, you know, you know, I, I saw like I had some potential or I liked fighting and, and that's kind of why I went into that. For you, it seems, I, I guess you have a, um, like more of a, like a, I don't want to say that they did they don't love martial arts, but it seems like you have a love for the uh seems like the purity of the martial arts, I should say. We all have That's what it sounds like. Yeah, right? I mean, we all have a certain aspect that really appeals to us. And don't get me wrong, I love the I love the fight. I love the if it wasn't for this type of a world and professional fighting. 
uh, who knows? I might be one of those guys who's out getting into trouble every weekend at the bar or just starting it for no reason. But this provides a place for me to put my aggression that's acceptable in society. And it gives me a place where, like I said, I can really prove what's effective and what isn't how or how it is not so that, yeah, I mean, I guess you can call it, it's a love for the purity of the martial art, but it's trying to find my own way, my own style, my own way of doing things and hopefully have it done in a way that I can pass on easily and feel good about being able to give somebody a technique that isn't going to get them hurt down the road. You know, there's been, uh, there's already been too much of that. And fortunately we live in the digital age, so it's easy to just, you know, hop on YouTube or whatever and find out what the fake stuff looks like. But there's a lot of people who still get away with garbage and I want to know that there's no part of what I'm doing that is garbage. Yeah. I, I, to be honest with you, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't think you can really learn that much from YouTube. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. when it comes to combat sports, I mean, you can get a little glimpse of it, but uh, how did my jujitsu instructor, my jujitsu instructor puts it in a certain way. He oh, I says got the first day when people come to train at his school, he doesn't really like to show them too much defense. He wants them to feel jujitsu, right? Because you could see, like when you you know when you see on YouTube, you're like, ah, eh, it doesn't really look like much. But when you when you're on the mat with somebody that doesn't even have to be doing that long, and you don't know anything, you feel you're actually feeling jujitsu. And, and that's what he wants people who come into his doors to feel. And then he takes them up the following class and then shows them the moves. You know, like he doesn't want, I mean, don't get me wrong, we don't humble the guy that when he comes first sure. to the door, but he wants them to feel the effectiveness of jiu-jitsu, you know. And then I had another another instructor who would go the other way, it would be like defending the flag of jiu-jitsu. That's another guy. But uh yeah, I, I get what you're saying now. You're trying to uh, find what's what's useful. Uh, yeah, yep. right. Looking, like uh, the Bruce Lee analogy there. Yeah, accept what is useful, discard what is useless, and take from it something that is uniquely my own. Yeah. Um, exactly what that is yet, but I'm working real hard to discover it, and uh, well, ideally uh, have some perfect showing before the end of my run, however far that takes me. I mean. I want to see how far that this goes and I want to go as high as I can and get whatever belts I can and rack up whatever kind of win I can. It's been back and forth lately, but uh, things are coming together. I'm really looking forward to what happens next. So the fight that you get at Ammo League, is that like a one fight contract or you have like, like, like is it a two fight contract? Like, I don't know how it works with them. Uh, this I'm independent. This is a one fight deal against a real game opponent and, uh, I mean, obviously we're all looking, I especially, but all of us are looking to improve our standings and get to the next highest level that we can. And against a fighter like Pat Walsh, there's nothing but a great education in the fight world that that kind of a matchup is going to provide. So if I can get what I've got to work on somebody with his pedigree, I can feel good. I can take from that and I can advance what I'm already doing and take that next step up and 
or get back to Bellator, even higher than that. Whatever comes next, I just I got one hard test in front of me that I'm looking to make sure that I ace. Mm. That's where the fuck. Now, do they tell you like if you win, you stay, and then we give you another fight, or like I don't know how Ammo does it. Like Bell, you know, usually like the MMA, like uh, Bellator to UFC, it's usually like when they sign you, they give you like two or three fights see how you do i don't know i don't know how ammo does it but uh, honestly this is a local promotion uh generally speaking it's uh it all depends on what happens in our own lives i mean we've all got families and jobs and responsibilities and places to be and things to do so depending on uh you know also injuries happen and depending on the severity of that whenever you're ready uh we go through the contacts and see who's got somebody to match up with. So I expect that after this, I'll, uh, I'll be in Bill's good graces and have the opportunity to fight there again. But it's, it's really up in the air as to what happens. And I try not to think beyond any date or any opponent. Right now it's August 7th, get through this in the best way possible. And then I'll, uh, you know, I'll look at uh, more or less local prospects as it goes from there. Okay. Right now, just at in the cage. Now, do you have a manager or do you act as your own manager or does your wife act as your manager? I do have. However, we are all very closely involved in this. Um, I, uh, I have I have uh, Moo Cow Management, who is, which is run by Britton Hart. She oh. Britain. Oh, Bannon. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of my daughter's interview assignment. Cut that part, will you? Uh, <laughs> Britain published Bare Knuckle Fighter, which is where Britain O'Bannon, whose husband is Bobo O'Bannon, is uh, a manager for a lot, a lot of the guys over there. I'm actually one of only two MMA fighters that uh, she's got under Mukau management. But yeah, she's uh, she's coming over into the MMA world and she's bringing the storm. So it's uh it's been a very short run with her so far but she's good people she learns fast and she's already got a wide network that we're starting to uh get a lot of buzz from so i'm looking forward to what comes next regardless uh this is going to be a great jumping off point for all of us oh that's great man that's great for me yeah man so we'll be uh so your fights august 7th right yep springfield Who's it? It's down at the Big E. Everybody get at me for tickets. Hit up my social medias. Okay. Yeah, so speaking of your social medias, like how would they get in contact with you if they wanted to get a ticket to see your fight or something? So direct message, if you enter my name in Facebook or look up uh, Ras Rasquatch Hilton, a.k.a. the Jamaican Shamrock, right there on my fighter page, you can direct message me through Facebook. On Instagram at Rasquatch MMA, I take DMs through there as well. Um, contact Mukau Management. Britton O'Bannon would love to hear from you, especially for any new sponsors going up against a uh, good opponent. And also uh, that uh, MooCowManagement.com is where to check out for Rasquatch swag. We just ran, we do our own tie dye for oh, my okay. kids, the wife, we all get together and we tie dye that stuff together and it's uh, just about to get printed. So check out Mukau Management for swag, direct message for that as well. Um, it's uh we're gearing up right now it's the perfect time 
That's great, man. That's great. So yeah, if anybody who's either listening to this podcast or watching it on YouTube or my website or, or on Twitch, uh, be sure to hit him up. Uh, very amazing uh, gentleman and uh, martial artist. I, I like Thanks. the fact that he he's keep trying to keep purity to the martial arts and seeing what works and what doesn't work, so to speak. And I wish you good luck in your upcoming fight. And it was great having you on the show, man. Much appreciated, Mark. Looking Take forward care, to buddy. giving you call me back on. Yeah, man. Take care. All right, everybody. Thanks. We'll be back after the short break. All right, guys, the shark is back, and I got another great podcast to refer to you. Check out the e- Chew and EW podcast show. These guys are from the Rio Grande Valley area of Texas and interview all the local talent that comes out of there, including musicians and business owners. Their podcast is available on Spotify, Google, and iHeartRadio, and Podbean. And you can even find them on YouTube. Search for Chew, C-H-E-W, and E-W podcast show. Again, the name of the podcast is called Chew and EW Podcast Show. Check it out today. Marcus Sander was a normal family man till he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned and tortured. His only means of survival was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is how to keep his daughter safe but not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series, now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now. Hi, this is Richard Norton, and you're listening to Mark the Sharp MMA Show. All right, guys. You can keep up to date and see what's going to happen with the show by following us on our social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark with a C and not a K. And that's on Twitter at Mark BJJ Fighter. Again, that's Mark with a C and not a K. And of course on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto. That's Mark M A R C underscore Retorto R I T O R T O. Keep up to date and follow us. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.marktheshark.mmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website. Sign up. Take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week worldwide from everywhere. Check it out. www.marktheshark.mmashow.com
All right, guys, we're at the end of our show. This is Mark Retorto. I'm signing off. And don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. It's called The Mark the Shark MMA Show. And it's Mark with a C, not a K. And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. And also, don't forget, if you look in a mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.